KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Wolfman. (laughs) We just finished up the record with the young guns, the draftees, Harry Sheasel. Harry Sheasel. Yeah, pick your three. boy. Pick North three. Melbourne. North Melbourne. Geez, they're, they're going to set the world alight this year. I'm really looking forward to North Melbourne G this year. I say that really, really seriously. I'm really looking forward to it. With this guy in the future, it's going to be mint. Uh, Ollie Hollands. Ollie Hollands. Carlton boy. First pick, for, first pick for Carlton. One of the most mature, well-spoken young men I've ever spoken to in my life. Very, very nice. Very like, uh, he, did, he doesn't need to be, but very respectful. Yeah, very good don't respect kid. me. I suck. Good kid. Don't need to speak to me so nicely. I'm an idiot. Beautiful um, kid. But I, I loved him. He was awesome. Uh, big fan of the show as well. Mm. Anyway, um, I had him on. Obviously, you got a soft spot there for His blues. words. His words, not mine. And then we had Elijah Sardis. Now, don't want to pick favourites. Pick five in the draft. But when I saw this guy, before I even knew him, I was like, that's my man. Then he went to Essendon. I was a bit flat with that because uh, obviously uh, Essendon is not my club, but I love them and love him and... Um, Love to have him on the show because he was he was absolutely sick. I think he's going to be – all three of these guys are going to be absolute stars. But there was like a part of me, and I'll be honest here, where I was like, I'm a poor man's Sardis. Like if I could come back and play footy, I'd love to be like him. Mm. Is that okay? Yeah, that I think sense? that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. he looks, like, he looks like a good player. Not that I'm anything like him, but I love the way he goes about it. Yeah. Um, big body mid, very big body exciting. Mid, yeah, he's sort of like long-limbed um, and – even with our players like Sheezel obviously kicking two and three and four in practice matches, Ollie Holland's looking like he's going to debut round one as well on the wing for Carlton. Inside, outside. Inside, outside. So much. Yeah. Anyway, we spoke to them about their first couple months in the system, their number choices, what they've learned thus far. Is it what they thought it was going to be like? Goals for the year. Goals for the year. Um, what other players were excited about? Like, yeah, 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 all that sort of stuff. And then also spoke about what they're up to off the field as well, which isn't a lot at the moment because they're doing a lot of stuff with footy. But there's obviously some passions there, some TV shows, podcasts, all that sort of stuff too. So let's go. Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friend. He gives you a back rub. This is you know going well, Brian. Oh, special. Get comfortable, uncomfortable. Mm. Just keep showing up and find a way. Cam was so nervous he couldn't swallow water. Carrying a sheet of paper with six names and said, "Chief, we've got to cut these six blokes." Wow, shut up! I've just been barbed by a stingray, mate. I'm just yelling at him. You saved my life. You saved my life. You saved my life. Thank you. Thank you. I spent the last, I think it was a couple of weeks in jail. The deepest, darkest moments often bring about our biggest highs. Yes, boys, footy friends, how exciting is this? This is uh, this is incredible. I'm very excited to announce today we are doing our first episode, first instalment of Footy Friends, getting the best young talent in on the pod. She's man, I'll start with you. How are you, my friend? Good, thanks, Dil. How good? Me on. Ollie, how are you, my brother? Good, Dil. How are you? Very well. And Elijah, how are you? Good to see you again, brother. Mate, it's always good to see you. How are you going, boys? This is so exciting. <laughs> I feel like I'm amongst the youth and it's all happening at the moment. How's the first... What has it even been? How's the first like four or five months of the career been? I'll start with you. Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, it's still a big whirlwind, mm. like rocking up to the club most days, nearly four or five days a week, thinking like, 
create like crap this is my job so I mean it's still so surreal but I mean the same as probably Elijah and she's like yeah it's pretty amazing like to be able to do what we're doing um, yeah but yeah it's been amazing so far what are you boys is it what you expected is it is it everything you sort of thought you'd be sort of doing is it harder is it easier probably a bit easier I reckon like you're there all the time so you can't be training all the time like you're doing recovery you're doing like extra sessions like running or not like that hard on the body like you're doing your main sessions in pre-season that are hard mm. but now we're kind of in in-season mode with practice matches so yeah it's a bit easier wow that's incredible i never thought anyone would say that pre-season's easy i know what you mean it gets a lot easier once you get into that in-season mode yeah. and you're actually about more about recovery rather than running yeah and they've been pretty good with us first years like not like making us go all in like they've yeah. us into it pretty well so we're fit and ready to go how good it's so exciting and what about you Lige you've obviously had a bit of a setback early did you hurt yourself at, in pre-season yeah so about five weeks ago I did my meniscus training um, it's been a bit different for me to be honest like the first sort of three months was good and I was getting to the groove of things and then I sort of went down and yeah got the operation and yeah she's sort of been that rehab grind since oh yeah five weeks as I said so yeah. It's a bit it's a bit annoying, I can imagine you get there, you're so excited and you mm. hurt yourself in the middle. But obviously they're gonna be taking that long term approach and, and really just get it right. Will you be coming back early in the year? It's tough to say, but they're definitely gonna get it right before I get back. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at sort of that mid season mark, who knows, around seven, eight, nine. Like it could give or take a couple of weeks depending how I'm training and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a bit of a hiccup, but yeah, better for it. Hey, let's talk about all the important stuff today. This is the stuff that really gets me um up and about. And the number one thing off the top is you've all been blessed and, and you've deserved them rightfully so, but number choices, numbers that got given to you. This is like, as I remember my first year, the most nervous I reckon I've ever been and probably is why my career didn't last that long was the first thing I was really excited for was what number I was going to get on my back. Was it something that when you got drafted, you were thinking about when you got into it, how did you get told what number you were going to be and what were your reactions when you first got them? Oh, for me, the number five at the Dons is bit of a big deal it's like, huge, with, with James yeah. Hurd, Brent Stanton, Devin Smith like yeah it's pretty pretty daunting but like it's just a number to be honest like rolling in every day and going to my locker it's, I'm in like the best spot in the locker yeah, it's, 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 Hollywood it's, it's so good like but yeah it's not doesn't have massive meaning to me like obviously having five is cool but it's definitely sort of hyped up I think externally more than um, internally like it's just a number on your back I don't know if it's different with you boys but yeah, no, it's pretty similar. Like, Brady Rawlings is the recruiting manager at North, and he won number three, so it was pretty funny, like, in the meetings before the draft. I kind of sort of knew I was going to North, so we started talking about the numbers. So I was like, yeah, three would be good, like, <laughs> cracking jokes, and then ended up with it. It's good, and I'm happy with it. It's a beautiful number. You both, all of you suited, it, and are you happy with your choice? Or yeah, did you get given? How did it work with... Did Shane O'Sullivan, is he still giving out the numbers or? Uh, no, Shane didn't really um, sort of give it to us. I think it was just all just based off like our draft order. So Sheriff Blake Acres picked up number 13 and mm. so I'm wearing number 14. But I think there is a little bit of meaning behind it. I think in terms of like the history of the club, like Ron Ashford, uh, Rod Ashford wore number 14. Like it's pretty special to be able to wear it. And I think, yeah, I've, it's hard to say I wasn't looking at it. There was definitely some numbers that I was looking into a little bit. But at the end of the day, we, we didn't have any choice on what we got. And yeah, pretty happy with number 14. It's one of those things, as you said, like it's not the be all and end all, but it is an exciting time. And as much as you get that number, it's obviously way more important what's on the front of the Guernsey than on the back, but it's also nice to have a little bit of a connection with the one that's on the on the back as well. You can And, and obviously make it your own when you've got such a, yeah. you've all got numbers that are like, mean a lot to the clubs. Yeah, at North we do this thing where you have to like ring a past player or and interview them about the number and what it meant to them. Wow. Um, it was easy for me because I just had to go upstairs to Brady's office, yeah. but it's good listening to like the other players and who they called from like 
old North um, generations who like won flags and like hearing them and listening to what the boys said about how much it meant to them was pretty cool. That's what did they say? What did some of the guys say about that? Oh, they were just saying like about their what they remember at the club and just how loyal everyone was. Like mine, Brady said like there was a period for 15 years I think him and Boomer Harvey who's still at the club they were there and like two players left in the 15 years like they were just that loyal and everyone just wanted to play for North and reach success so yeah that was the main thing I took out of it that's sick that's so that's cool really cool yeah. we do something we had something similar as well like when we got our jerseys we all went out for dinner with um the past players wearing the jerseys and I think most clubs do it so well these days like keeping the whole history of the club really well connected mm. so did Rod Ashman come for that yeah, or was that he yeah. was there did anything happen like that for, for oh, you boys yeah, it was a bit different like I met Devin Smith pretty randomly because he was number five before me he retired I think last year yep. and so he came and watched our intra club like a few weeks ago and I was in the gym just doing whatever my rehab and he sort of came up behind me and he was just like this random bloke in like just casual casually like scared me and I was like oh, that's Dev- Devin <laughs> Smith and he's like oh nice to meet you brother like how's the rehab going so that was pretty cool and then Brent Stanton I don't know if you know him he's a development coach at the Dons and yes. he, he's awesome value we love Stance. he's yeah he's awesome and he wore number five and yeah he loves it so good what was the biggest pinch me moment for, for each of you walking into the club day one was there a certain player was it meeting the coach was it like for me I remember one of the coolest things still stands out to this day was like when you, it's just such a whirlwind and then you walk into like the lunchroom and you're just like sitting around and like on one table you got like Chris Jard, Mark Murphy, you know, all these, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like I'm just having lunch with these guys. It's so weird. Was there anything like that for you guys? Were you just like, it was a bit of a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, when we walked in, me and George got drafted together. So we walked in and we're like, we're just getting our gear in like the property manager's office and then like everyone's walking in for the day. Todd Goldstein was the first one that came up and then like Jai and LDU, like they're all just walking by and they're like, these are my teammates now. So yeah. it's pretty cool, but now they're just like, my teammates <laughs> that's late yeah yeah it was similar for me as well i walked in the day after the draft so being in melbourne i was able to get there pretty early so i went in there and i think it was on a yeah what night we had the draft on a monday night, monday night yeah. yeah so i was in there tuesday walked in and matt kennedy and harry mckay at the front door that like they're just getting coffee and it was like they were the first two boys that, that i met so it was pretty cool but and then even just like taking the family through the club on the first day it was Pretty awesome to be able to get that tour like straight away pretty special special morning um i was probably in the lockers just like after tr- I, was like, I, I pretty much went straight on the track like i got there a bit later than everyone sort of like 8 8 15 for like an 8 30 meeting i don't know why they maybe do that but then i sort of went straight on the track and just trained and when you're on the track i don't know if it's different like it's just footy doesn't really matter who like the teammates are like it's just footy mm. and then i got off the track and then like the locker room t- the talk and you know all the banter and stuff that started and that that for me was like seeing darcy parish talk rubbish with zach merritt was just like crazy first day yeah that's yeah that's sort of how it went for it was me. so great because like you know you've been watching these guys for so long and then you walk in and they're just there it must it's and it's a to know now but when do you get to that point because for me and this is like honest stuff is i don't think for a long time i when i was a young guy i got over that i sort of just was like, oh, no, these guys, like, I just want them to like me. I didn't want them to respect me. Has there already been a part in your minds where you've gone like, all right, as much as these guys are cool, like, I'm actually, they're my teammates, I love them, but, like, at the end of the day, I want to be playing AFL and we're as much as we're teammates, we are competitors as well. A bit of that. Not really yet, like, because we haven't, like, I haven't been dropped yet or haven't, like, not been selected yeah, yet. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, they've been pretty supportive so far and they, like, want the best out of me and, like, they're pushing me and I'm using them like a lot for support and like advice. So n- none of that yet. That's good. And it, I think it's, that you're probably right. Like it comes probably a little bit more later down the track. But what the point I'm trying to get is, is like 
it doesn't matter how old you are now, what draft pick you got, but it's it's what you do with it next. Like I think on off yeah. the back of that, it's like just about the respect piece. Yeah. Like just building sort of a reputation of like hard work. I think that's one that just yeah. goes a long way in the club. Um, you know, with the older guys who've sort of been around for longer. Um, you obviously have you click with the younger guys because you sort of you can relate a bit more, but yeah, I think on the back of that yeah just trying to earn your stripes is one thing yeah like you can build the connection off field and like yeah. be good mates with them but when you're on the footy field just give it your all because like you said like you're, comp- you're competing for spots yeah I think so as well like even the amount of time that these guys are investing in you is something that I'm noticing as well like like I'm having so much great conversation with like guys like Sam Walsh and uh, Blake Akers like on and off the field like and the amount of time that they're just trying to put into you to get the best out of you has just been such a big thing that I've noticed as well around that and then even just that respect aspect like you want to go in there and just try and like earn the trust and respect from your teammates and then all the like stuff comes off the field as well yeah fuck I wish I had that um I knew that earlier because it's something that I feel like a lot of maybe these days I feel like you're a lot more prepared than than what I um, definitely was but that's awesome that you've already got those pieces in there what about guys that you're working with at the moment do they still do stuff like not like a buddy like a mentor have you got like people that you sort of go to someone that you're looking up to that you can learn the most from even like unofficially is there someone at the club that you look at and just go fuck if I can work as hard as this guy then it's going to get me in a long way at the Blues we've got um, like an apprenticeship program so our first of four years um, we, we have this program where we're catching up like every Tuesday sort of afternoon where we spend a good hour hour and a half with each other just to be able to just build that connection with each other and I think we we don't necessarily have a one-on-one sort of buddy or or like our one-on-one mentor. I think personally you find that along the way. That's why I've, I've noticed already, like I'm already finding those mentors and those guys that you lean on at the club. But yeah, this apprenticeship program has been really good to be able to develop between that first to four year guys sort of group is a pretty crucial sort of age group within the club. And I think, yeah, the Blues are doing it really well. Yeah, similar. There's not like an official, you don't get an official mentor or anything yep. like that, but you sort of look as a midfielder, you look sort of into the senior guys in that midfield, like, you know, Zach, Das, Setters now, who's making his mark. Yeah, just these type of guys. You just watch. You just watch and sort of learn. And after training, mainly, you just sort of grab them. Setters has been good for me because we came in at the same time and, yeah, he's just trying to master my craft with him when I was when I was healthy. But, yeah, we don't have – we have a similar sort of thing first to three years, which is the same, just off-field stuff, just connection. Yeah, we got the same. Yeah. Yeah, and same then like no set mentor, but like the leaders have been really good at like giving their all um, into us and like bring us for extra extra sessions and we do extra touch sessions with Jai and extra gym sessions. He's really good with us first years and driving us and then from a forwards perspective, like Nick Lark, he's in the leadership group and mm. he's helped me with like the structure and all that. What's the expectation? Like, have you guys set goals for this year? Like personally, is there is there things that you would be ha- like comfortable saying, like, I want to get this out of myself this year. This is the, the minimum that I want to sort of do. Like, is it to debut? Is it to play 10 games, 15 games? Is it to have more of an impact? Like what what goals are you setting for yourself um, at the moment if, there's, if you've even gone through that? KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely 
enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. I think it's definitely the front of your mind having those goals there. I think all three of us, I think the goal definitely would be to make our debut this year and um, sort of put on, me personally, put on the navy blue jerseys, definitely definitely that goal. But I think the expectation is just honestly um, just to keep showing up each session by session and just keep proving yourself why, why you should be an AFL footballer and, and why you've been given this opportunity, I think. And obviously that, that comes with earning the trust and respect from your coaches and your teammates and I think that's really that's really kind of my goal is just to just keep doing each session by session and if if I keep showing up I think that could happen that a debut but I think personally that's probably would be a goal for me but I think it might be pretty similar for both you boys but yeah probably not set on like how many games I want to play but I guess the short term focus is maybe to play like round one that's what my mm-hmm. goal but if not yeah just to get a game as soon as possible and where do you go with that like you for example you know not to to I mean, you kicked three goals last week in the, the injury club. Like, that must be a good confidence piece just to know, like, I can already match it at this somewhat level. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was good to, like, also from a team perspective, see how we went against opposition because we've been playing, like, so many match sims and intra clubs yeah. and with a new coach and new system. Yeah, it was a, I don't, you boys, you all have yeah, yeah. new coaches. Well. So that was a big test for us as a group and to, like, lose. But, like, it's not a real game. We get that. But to be within two points of Richmond was a good sign. Oh, I think everyone's here is interested in this. Like, what has Clarko been like? No, like is it yeah. is it everything you sort of thought he'd be like? Yeah, he's like better. Like, yeah. he's so good. Just every time he says something, you just listen. He can talk for ages, and you just understand everything he says. He makes it so easy to understand, and the system's so simple, and you have confidence in it. Like you believe and you trust it. So, and even in drills, like he makes it really applicable. So you just know what you're training, and when you get out in game day, you know exactly what to do. So. I'm finding it really easy. Well, like Clark, I was just one of those people that when you when he talks, you listen yeah. similar to similar to Vossi. What's big, Brad? I always get nervous when I say, is it Brad or Chris? Yeah, Brad. I, it's Brad. I, know. Yeah. I knew it was Brad, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure. No. I always go Chris Katz because it's like the C&C. Brad, how's Brad been? Because he's been out of the game for a while. But Brad like, Bombers. Yeah. Brad no. Bombers, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's been good, like really good. All the boys are like really buying in and it's, I think, really fre- refreshing yeah. like for the older guys obviously I came into a new system which was sort of a good thing for me not even to learn you know the old system but yeah he's been awesome as she said like on the back of that like Brad talks you listen yeah he's awesome he's very welcoming as well talk us through like with that as well like I Maybe in the outside, there's a perspective of like coaches do everything. And, and don't be wrong, they definitely do. They're like sitting at the top and molding the club. But am I wrong in saying that the, you're probably spending more time with a lot of the development coaches at the moment? Yeah. Who's like your heads of development that you're working with? Because I know Carlton's got Luke Power, who's just one of the all-time sort of guys. What's he been like for you? Yeah, Finger. He's been, uh, he's been great. Like, finger. Finger. Yeah, wow, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a half finger. Um, <laughs> No, he's been great. Um, I think just his um, just his overall character that he brings. Like he just makes training fun. Like he just he wa- and he just spends so much time and he wants to get the best out of you and he just brings that energy to just train well and just to enjoy footy. And I think that's the same. Like from all the development coaches, like they, all they want is the best out of you. And they've all been so great. Like I'm working really closely with Tim Clark, the the midfield coach, and Tyrone Baker and Brad Ebert's now at the Blues as well. So like the list just goes on. Like um, in terms of our development and the the amount of investment that these guys and coaches are putting into, particularly us young boys. Have 
has been so good and I can imagine it'd be pretty similar with both Shees and Lodge. Mm. Mm. We've got big Michael Hurley, um, so fresh out of the game. He's one, is of, he, dev- is he the de- one of the development guys. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of. Um, yeah, he's awesome. Like, he's out there training with us half the time anyway. Like, he's pretty much fresh. He can yeah. still play footy. Same as Brent Stanton. He's a massive ball of energy. So Yeah, right. Big hills. we got the same. we got four development coaches. Wow. Gavin Brown, Emma Carney, Tom Lynch, who's like also the VFL coach, and then Boomer Harvey. Yep. Similar to Hills. He's like, he can play right now. Like, yeah, man. He, I, st- I reckon today, he still wants to play. He was benching 90 for like 10 and just with us. Like, we're all doing for like two reps. <laughs> Isn't and he just playing at the club now, yeah, though? Yeah, but that they, they, they doesn't really like cross over. Like, they do it pretty well. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so strange. Um, but he's great, yeah. Um, talking of like just off-field stuff quickly, what is been a big part of it that maybe early days you didn't understand of like how much goes into like the camps and you know like the first year induction camp and obviously all the education pieces that go was that something that you didn't expect of how much like the AFL were trying to educate players on? Yeah for sure I think like in terms of everything that goes on like even around the footy club you don't actually realise how big it is like even the roles from like organising our camp to go up to Malulaba like up on the Sunshine Coast like all the work to be done there was like pretty phenomenal like booking flights booking like a daily activities booking we had like maybe seven different vans that we would individually take to trainings and then even like our community camp that we went to uh, we actually went back to Aubrey my my hometown but like even like the external stuff there so uh, like it, you don't actually realise how big it is and uh, the AFL industry and the AFL community is but I don't know if you boys got any more touch on there yeah well you just see like how much people want to help you out it's crazy isn't it um, so many people in the yeah, AFL club and just they care so much about you like I know it's their job but like they genuinely care and they want you to get better and I think that's the good beauty about like well the good thing about North this year is like everyone like Clarko's brought in this one club philosophy and making everyone just like buy into the program and care for each other and yeah I think it's gonna come out on field love it hey Lodge give us a tip from a player at your club that you think is gonna have a huge year this year that might not be on the radar of anyone else at the moment give us one two three however many you want to give I think your boy Setters Will Setterfield yeah he's going to get his chance he like, is, man. he's trained the house down at the moment really really solid pre-season from him so he's probably the main one another little smokey's Jai Caldwell he's had the uh, the flutter hat on the whole pre-season pretty much got a bad shoulder but they took it off him this weekend at Goldie and he was like scary good like he played so well um, so those two boys I reckon are going to pop this year I love those both those guys yeah. Jai is an absolute star I will say Will Setterfield when, yeah he's just an incredible player like I remember when I, he was at the Giants and he got traded down to Carlton but the preseason he actually unfortunately did his ACL he was like tracking you know on the on the scale of like better than Taranto better than you know Harry Perriman better than like Cogs Josh Kelly like he was on so I just know as soon as he gets that chance again like he will be um, an unbelievable player, which is which is exciting for him because I think Essendon got him got him at a good um good time, so he'll be he'll be pretty cool. How about you, all? Who surprised you the most? Like even going into the club, knowing the Blues, who's someone where you like maybe not you know not didn't rate them, but you didn't know what their value was before, and then you've come and going fuck. That's why this guy plays every week. Yeah, well, I grew up being a Blues supporter, so like even that aspect of watching week in week out on. Like, who you like to go to the footy and who you like to watch. But, like, Adam Chair and uh, even, like, Blake now being a, at, at the club, like, these guys, like, you don't actually realise how good they are. And even, like, Charlie and Harry up forward, like, they can do some ridiculous things out there. And it's uh, 
the, the list kind of goes on, but those boys are probably a few to name that just do some ridiculous things at training and you're just amazed by what they're doing. Like Charlie and Harry, like kicking goals from anywhere and, and Chez just like constantly being an absolute constant uh, contest beast and, and like Blake with his communication and like he's super creative out in the field and he's just like a few of the guys that probably have really wowed me over the last sort of few months. Huge. Cheese, anyone stand out to you? Because one, uh, one other one yeah. is odds well, by the way. I don't know how he's going at the moment. I know he had a couple of hamstring injuries, but George, he's one of my favorite players, George Wardle. George Wardle. Yeah. yeah. He's, I, um, I had a, a bit of coke in my throat then. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> say it out yeah. Um, Large would know, but he's, he's a freak. Yeah, because your teammates at Sandy? Oakley. Oakley, Oakley yeah. yeah. I, was, I was Sandy. You were Sandy, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a freak. Like, I've played against him for years now, and like he's always been, like in my eyes, like just the best player I've ever played against. Wow. Um, but yeah, he's How's had he a few. Is he, play, is he training at the moment? Yeah, he was actually back today in main training, and he's planning to play in a practice match next week. So he's coming along well. Um, and I reckon he'll play early on. Wow, it's exciting! He'll go in straight away. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Very good. What about some other players that maybe you, you know? Obviously, you might have been looking at North Melbourne this yeah. year and watching him a bit closer than normal. Is there any guys there that you've been really surprised with? Yeah. So Ben Cunnington, he um, obviously. Um, had a hard year last year and only played like the one or two games but he's a he's a freak yeah. like just some of the handballs he like gives and like just grabs it one hand and then just feeds it to anyone and how strong he is and now he's kicking goals he's gone up forward and he's kicking bags in our practice matches and yeah Tom Powell's uh, one where he I think he was a first rounder a few years ago and yeah. he was like a light build but he's put on so much size he like likes he's, dancing around him at the moment too. Yeah. He's, got a, he's doing a bit of she's sort of magic out there he's enjoying that <laughs> Um, yeah, well, he's put on a lot of size and so he's like playing like a man now. So I'm sure he's going to have a big year. And Ben Mackay is one that I think is really underrated in the comp. I reckon he's, yeah, he's out of contract at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. I think he's asking for a lot so, of money. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting. Oh, I reckon, he, how <laughs> I reckon he he's in for a big year. Yeah, the cheese. <laughs> Save some money for the cheese. Um, <laughs> the, what about, boys, talk us through your draft this year. Obviously, you know of each other. You've played with each other. Oakley Chargers, Sandy Dragons, Murray Bush Rangers. Who's some players that you're seeing coming through this year that got picked up, that weren't first rounders, maybe they slid a little bit, that could be big impacts early in the season. Like, is there someone that you think could be good players in the right? You guys are smiling already. Is there someone yeah. that comes to There's mind? There's a few. Yeah. A few definitely. The Alwyn Davey is one from the Bombers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he did his knee. No, is that's that right? Jaden. So Jaden is his yeah. brother. Jaden's done like two ACLs, but yep. he's, he's back like just like training and stuff. I think they'll just take it slow with him. But Alan's scary good. Like he's had an awesome preseason. Like him and Tipper down there, they're gonna, like it's going to be so scary. Really? Yeah, it's going to be. And then he's a just 18-year-old. 18-year-old, yeah. yeah. I think he was pick 45, something. Like he, we were teammates at the Chargers as well. Yeah. Um, I think Cheese has got another. Yeah, awesome something we were laughing. Like yeah. Blake Drury was the one. He went pick one in the rookie draft, yeah. um, which was a bit of a surprise. I thought he was um, probably deserved to go higher. And he's at North, first rounder probably, we think. He wow. deserved that. He's shorter, but he's moved to halfback. Clark Is he moved in. got the red hair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love him. Yeah. 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 Caulfield yeah, so, Grammar? Yeah. Yeah, I love his yeah, highlights now. I've been watching him. Um, he's cool. Yeah, so he, he's a yeah. real hard worker. Like, we'll give it absolutely everything um, and he's going real well like, oh, I reckon I like he'll, play, he'll cool. debut this year yeah yeah, for sure I was just going to say like what Owen like the stuff he was doing against Gold Coast other night was pretty crazy like him and Tipper like that's going to be a scary forward line like for the years to come but I think like at the Blues like Lockie Cowan big moves like he's, he's going to be a seriously good player like he's super strong already and like the run he provides off the halfback is like pretty scary but yeah he's probably definitely one that is going to be pretty scary to play against in the years to come I think Love it. Tips for the rising star. Fast forward to the end of the year. 
uh, who wins the Rising Star? I can't go past this man. Like, she. Either either she's or Ashy, I'd say. Yeah. Like pretty unanimous. Yeah, I think, I think that's a very fair I think thing. Ashy's pretty much a lock already. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I like to see how Caddy goes. I think like he's going to be a seriously good player, Aaron Cadman. I think like he hope he gets that opportunity at the Giants early on. But yeah, like he's he's a pretty damaging player. I don't know where they'll play him, but like Have I'm you showing up to for him? him. I haven't really heard much. Is he? Not, I haven't heard much from him. I think he's doing his thing up there up in Sydney. But we forget about Sam Darcy as well. Oh yeah, he only played like the five games or something last year, so he'll be good. Yeah, I reckon there'll be a few second years that yeah have big years. Finn Callahan. Yeah, he'll be good. Yeah, he just signed on. Big fella. Yeah. Hey, good. Do you guys keep a lot like when you obviously know them, and you? I think that's something that maybe the outside world doesn't know as much, but. The, it is so insular. Like once you know one person, you know everyone in the AFL and you just meet people so easily. Like where's like your best mates that you've played with? Where are they now and who are they like in the draft? Just to show how sort of intertwined it is. Yeah, like it's it's weird. Everyone goes everywhere. Like charges teammates. Like you do random training sessions with guys older than you and younger than you. And like George is one that's at North. Um, Blake is a, is a charger as well. He's at North. There's a few at the Giants. It'd be similar for you guys as well, especially for Vic Country. Yeah, it's all, I think a lot of the Vic Country boys probably went into state. There was quite a few that went to Sydney. Uh, I think there was three that went, two or three that went to the Swans and then there three or four that went to Giants. So it's all pretty well sp- spread out. But even like, I think, even like our connection between Vic Country and Vic Metro, like there's quite a few of us that are well spread out. Like, and there's a lot around Melbourne as well is something that you notice. But I think even like the connections that you build, like in the, the Australia team, that um, AFL Academy team that we had last year, like those connections there and then even at the, the draft combine, like you, you kind of just... F- float on throughout last year and and like you're just finding yourself um just meeting in like i know personally i'm finding these guys all over in melbourne now and um i think it's pretty similar for you yeah like playing with all the boys last year kind of interesting to see to see how they're going in their career so far so like you're texting them seeing how they're going if they're like gonna play and all that stuff so yeah it's cool so good hey um off field move track now boys what's it what's what have you been up to what's the goals this year are you studying are you doing anything are you gonna just take the year to just focus on your footies anything plans have you got any in the works i've deferred uni like for the semester so i'll yeah just play, play a bit of golf i think me and she's you boys into your golf bit of a smack. yeah we played yeah. the other day did yeah. you yeah large is real good where do you go where do you go nah she's actually good you play off 20 don't you 23, 23, like, that's yeah. not too bad. Not that's great. pretty good. Yeah. What do you want? Not off anything. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll sort that out. We're going to our friends at Fuji Golf to get you boys some memberships as well, actually. More Greens memberships. We'll do I that. I just saw another the other day. Did yeah. you? Fuji yeah. Golf? North, Did you? North do it as well. Yeah. yeah. North got the Fuji. It's Have good. You got the Fuji? We'll sort you out. We'll get you a, get a, it. It's good to get a You're good at golf, aren't you? Yeah, well, you are. we've been se- trying to tee up again. Yeah, I'm off seven. What? Are you off seven? Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, I'm not well, playing off seven today, yeah, but yeah, definitely, definitely not was not hitting them well. But I've loved my golf growing up. My old man's off too. Like it's pretty competitive golf Shit. family. I did not know that you're off seven. <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty back a bit. I'm off sixteen at the moment. That's like bogey golf. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah, happy like, with that. I've I've just come down from twenty three. So yeah, well, I'm only real get getting into it now like you got so much free time and it's so many days off i never played golf when i played footy i, was, I don't know what i was doing because i wasn't <laughs> studying i don't know what what was happening but it is if i can tell you this get into it early because the older you get the harder it is to get there's like a group it. i feel like at each club like there's like a group of boys that are just golfers yeah, like, yeah. Hard golfers. yeah. it's a personality trait yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's quite annoying actually yeah. too um, but no, we'll sort that. We'll get you boys um, some memberships too. Are you going to study or anything? Are you? I've deferred as well. Deferred? For the year. What yeah. were you studying? 
I was doing commerce. Commerce? Yeah, I'm gonna do business sports management. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm not I'm not studying this year. I kind of just wanted to put all eggs into one basket for the year and then and then work out from there um, what I want to do. I'm still not too sure where that what that is, but yeah, I think once I find my feet a bit, yeah. we'll start exploring a bit. I and mean, that's what the clubs recommend, just to have a year just to like take it all in and give it your best shot and then yeah, then you can work out what to do. From it's a good there. call, good advice. You guys are way ahead of me. Off field as well, just on. I know there's a bit of golf, but are you gamers, series, podcasts, TVs? What are you watching at the moment? What are you doing? Are you, yeah, what do you do? I'm not much of a TV show, man. Really? Nah. I don't really that's all. That's it. like 90% of my conversations yeah. gone. <laughs> I don't have much else. Out of, out of Banks, season three. Oh, oh you watch Out of Banks? Yeah, I've watched that. I've been so watched good at the moment. There's like, there's nearly too much to watch. There's too yeah. much to watch. Full, Full swing. swing. Full yeah. swing. Yeah. Yeah. Drops. That was good. Oh, yeah, so I'm actually slowly getting back into it. Good. But yeah, yeah. It's good to relax. I used yeah, to it's been, good. I used to be a gamer, but since I got drafted, I haven't played at all. Really? Yeah. What were you playing? Like COD or... Because I, I, I don't game at all. We yeah. have an Xbox here somewhere. But um, I don't even know if you can play it on this, but I really want to get the Harry Potter game. Yeah, it's, that's something that's been spoken about a lot around the club. There's a few boys like Mark Pitnett's one. Um, he's on it. Who else is on it? I think Sauce might, might be on it. I'm not sure. But yeah, there's a few boy, boys that love it. But there's a few gamers around the club as well. I a think lot of gamers, yeah. A lot of boys that get around COD. Um, me personally, not so much. Me and, me and Harry Lemmy, my roommate, we, we have some serious FIFA tournaments going on in our house. It's pretty very, very competitive. Loser always has usually does the dishes, but yeah. no, nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> right. Um podcast, you boys listen to any pods? Big impulsive guy, Logan Paul. Oh my like God. massive. Did you watch the fight the you other kidding? day? Mate, of course. That's <laughs> so cool that you love impulsive, oh, like, man. I love like, those guys. I die hard. Yeah. So you watch the um and for anyone that does do you boys know impulsive with Jake Paul and yeah. I've seen some TikToks. Yeah, so they had the fight and he lost to Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, yeah. Tommy I, didn't, Fury. I didn't actually get to watch the fight, but I saw a bit it was of pretty highlights. good. It was pretty good. Like, we had it on the TVs and lockers. Oh, somebody bought it. And it was, yeah, it was a pretty good fight. Like, Jake Paul. I really want Jake Paul to win. So did I. Tommy Whoa. Fury, he's, yeah. he's got his baby in. I was on the other side. Do you want Tommy I Fury? I want Tommy Fury to win. It's pretty incredible, man. Like, and this is the opportunity that I don't know if you guys have thought about this, and I don't, you know, you shouldn't be thinking about it too soon or, or whenever you want to. As you said, you want to put your head down and do it. But what those guys have shown. And for anyone that doesn't know, they're YouTubers. And it's cool to see, like, lately in the AFL, this wasn't really a thing when I was around, but, you know, guys like Christian Petrarca, Bailey Smith, you know, they're two that come to mind that are really, really good at this stuff. But they can build a profile as well as playing footy. And I know that's something that you guys want to earn your respect on the field first. But yeah. is it something that you still look to think about? Um, no, I kind of think, like, we're, yeah, like you said, we're young. Like, yeah. we want to earn our respect first and play some games and, yeah, I don't, I'm not really looking to do any of that now, but you never know what's happening in the future. Podcast or anything? Nah, <laughs> actually had a podcast with my mates last year about footy, but did you? Actually, no, two years ago, but yeah. then I left them because, like, yeah, didn't want Should anyone. Should I didn't want any of like the recruiters going back and listening to anything. Punk players. Well, mate, that's what happened with a lot of players back in the day. There was an infamous story of Blaine Bowen, Bowen yeah, who got picked up to the Blues, and we were there, one of my best mates, and he'd been tweeting about Mick Mulhouse That's the, whole the time, funniest thing. Which didn't we end were, too well. We were looking at that at the club the other day. Oh, yeah. Is that like a media manager? Are they like going through what not to do? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty funny. Them. They love those what not, what not to do. Yeah. That's unbelievable. My last question is, if there's a player in the AFL right now, for those out there who hasn't maybe seen what you boys can do, is there a player out there that has a little bit of a hybrid of what you'd like to be this year? Who is it? I think probably I'll probably stick to the club, but probably Sam Walsh. Like uh, everything about him, like his inside and outside game is just elite. And I think if I can try and take some 
characteristics from from his game and implementing into mine. I think yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. But uh, just even like his leadership that he brings around the club and the impact he has. He he's out on the track. He's been back out on the track working pretty hard, which has been good. So even even the standards he's driving on and off the field is, is something I want to tr- try and implement around the club. And what about you boys? Yeah, look, I'm probably nowhere near as good as him, but like someone I love to watch is Toby Green. Oh yeah, kind of play a similar position, but. Yeah, I just try and take as much as I can from his game because he's a special player. Well, I really like LDU, Luke Davies from North. Like, j- just that sort of size, like similar size and that inside-outside blend with that, like, power. I think that's freak. one. He's yeah, going to be a freak he's a player. this year. It looks like he's about to explode this year, doesn't he? He will. Sam yeah. over there is having a convulsion. <laughs> he's a, a <laughs> yeah, he North Melbourne supporter. North fans know. Uh, LDU is actually coming in for a net. Uh, in our next episode too and we're excited to talk to him he just looks funnily enough when I was you know you're talking about that Australian team that you spoke about before when um, I was playing VFL at Carlton we played against the AIS back then that's what it was called and in that team there was like Waitman it was actually yeah Waitman was in the team um, a few others but I just remember Davies Uniac because of his name on the back and I was just thinking like this guy was like just miles ahead of anyone. Like not even any of the boys around Athletes could even keep up with him. So he's going to be a pretty special player. Like he, I actually thought he was like Scott Benderby out there. That's scary then. It's scary. Yeah. That's yeah. seriously scary. Yeah, I th- feel like it probably is his year to take it to the next level. He's got another penalty right now. Like, in our practice match, it wasn't a full game and he had like 30 plus touches. Yeah, that's nice. And like all influential. That's good. Did you see Tom Green? Yeah. yeah. What did he do? He had 50. Did the, he have 50? He had, he had 50 dropped a 50 bomb there. in an intra club. I saw it. Like, <laughs> I was just after scrolling. signing a five-year extension. Yeah, yeah, it's a way to back it up. Five years. Way to back it wow. up. Yeah, I think it was a five year, 2020. Yeah, wow. Um, seven. Good that's five years. Should have waited till after the game. It should have. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. The knows what's up. It's, it's very good. It's um, smart. Smart. Boys, it's been, um, it's been incredible. I'd love to have you part of the community, part of the Dylan Friends family from, from now on in and obviously going to be really watching you with a clean set of eyes this year and really keen for you to go as, as well as possible and that's why we got you in. We know you're going to dominate and they just love the way boys go about it. So I can't thank you enough for coming in. Your openness, your honesty and, and everything in between. I know you're very well fitted for a big, big couple of years when I say a couple it's probably going to be 10 or 15 hopefully some flags some brownlows and BNFs and it's all ahead here so I'm really excited for you both for all of you sorry um, so thanks again for coming in thanks Dil thanks, thanks for having us thanks Dil thanks boys thanks for listening to another Producey podcast if you enjoyed the show that'd be a massive help if you could like follow rate subscribe tap the bell leave a review or even share with one of your friends or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts and email hello at producer.com. Thanks for tuning in, IllyXX. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble.